0: During the challenge, each day you'll receive two free meditations, one for the morning and one for the evening. These guided meditations will help you unlock a happier and healthier you. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to two live webinars with me where I'll answer your meditation questions. And best of all, you'll be joining a like-minded, supportive community making the commitment to change their lives by building a meditation practice that brings meaningful results. Whether you're brand new to meditation or a seasoned meditator, I really hope you'll join us starting on January 28th. Go to hayhousecom slash 5days to join now and download a free PDF where I share five ways to boost your meditation practice. That's hayhouse.com forward slash the number five, D-A-Y-S.
1: Let Dr. Wayne W. Dyer take you on a voyage of discovery where you can begin to tap into the amazing manifesting powers that you possess as a loyal podcast listener. Hay House would like to offer the ebook version of Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting to you for free for a limited time to help you learn how to obtain what you truly desire. You're invited to open yourself up to a new way of experiencing life by imagining exactly what you would like to manifest for yourself. By using your imagination and practicing the art of assuming the feelings of your wishes being fulfilled. You will discover that you possess the ability to become the person you were destined to be. Get your free Wayne Dyer ebook now at HayHouse.com slash manifest. That's HayHouse.com slash manifest. Welcome to
2: the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Hello everybody
1: and welcome to the show today. Excuses be gone with Dr. Wayne Dyer. I'm Diane Ray and the phone lines are open here at the studio to take your calls to talk to Dr. Dyer. 866-254-1579 is the number toll-free in the US and Canada. Also outside the US, just dial your country code then 760-918-4300 to talk to Dr. Wayne Dyer. And Dr. Dyer joining us in Maui just fresh out of the ocean after a very successful workshop and I wanted to hear about that what happened in maui over the weekend
2: well it was a wonderful weekend welcome hi diane uh nice to be back nice to be out of the ocean Uh, although it's certainly beautiful here this morning Uh, we had uh we had close to 500 people uh here uh on maui at the weston on kanapali beach um i spoke friday night uh all day saturday ramdas was here he was a huge hit. he's doing much much better um, and then all day Sunday as well. Um, and we did uh, we covered I, I, I literally taught an entire course on raising one's uh, concept of themselves. because the truth is if you really want to raise your level of living in any way or, or cut to a higher level in your life, you have to change your concept of yourself. And that was the whole basis of the entire talk. Um, so the people seemed to love it. Uh, I heard many, many, many positive uh, responses. Um, I was struggling with some uh, issues around uh, t- chest congestion and so on, but uh, managed to get through the entire weekend, spoke for almost 12 hours uh, between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and uh, walked out of there uh, feeling very, very positive, as did many other people. I know we changed a lot of lives.
1: And, and how uh, many people showed up this time?
2: Uh, uh, somewhere between 400 and 500. I'm not sure what it was, but it was, it was a wow. very nice it
1: was That's a great air, gathering.
2: Nice it was a great gathering, and um, it was just very, very high energy. It was the the entire time was just just absolutely beautiful. I had said before that I wasn't going to do it again, but the people just practically begged me to to think about doing it again next year. So I'm going to give that some. The thought people the have next, spoken. Next <laughs> yes, um, Maui is a, it's a it's a wonderful enticement. Uh, the people who come here. Really have a wonderful time. The Westin on Kanapali Beach is one of the nicest hotels on, on in Hawaii. Well, it sounds beautiful.
1: Yeah. You know, our engineer Kyle is uh, still out there, and I don't think I he's going to come back. I I had lunch with him. I
2: had lunch <laughs> with him yesterday. Okay. He, uh, He recorded the whole thing, so we'll be putting it out on CDs as well.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Well, congratulations. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it was just an incredible event, and I know everybody's going to be crossing their fingers that you'll do it again next year. And, you know, like you said, I mean, Maui, you know, how bad could that be? It's not
2: too bad. It's not too bad. (laughs) You start saving your pennies now, and um, you can can all make it happen. Mm -hmm. I always say that uh, I can't afford it is one of those excuses, and excuses be gone that you just don't want to employ in your life about anything. You know, you only hear a very short time. and Whatever your dreams are, you can figure out a way to manifest them um, instead of telling yourself, uh, I'm going to be guided by, you know, how much money I have in my wallet or in my pocket. Those That's so true. That's that, got to be the that can be changed.
1: number one excuse that I hear from people mm-hmm. all the time right. is, uh, I can't afford it. I don't have enough money. And, and like you've said many times before, uh, you know, be be the wish fulfilled. It will be here. It will come. And, and usually yeah, like it
2: does it, just start, start saving for it. Make all, You start acting on I can't afford it and I will make it happen. If those are your thoughts, then that's what you'll act upon. And if you think that I can't afford it and that's what you're going to think, then you can be certain that you're not going to get to where you'd like to be.
1: Well, we're just getting a bunch of calls up here on the board, but I wanted to ask you a question real quick before we okay. went to the calls. And I want to invite all the listeners, too, to check out Healyourlife.com, the new website that we've launched here at Hay House. And uh, you've got some incredible articles on there, and I really enjoyed the one that's up there right now. It says, Turn Down the Noise, Spirituality of Silence. Mm. And I was kind of working with this myself this weekend um, trying to do walking meditation and really just quiet my mind. and And when you kind of tune in and realize how much junk and stuff is kind of, you know, circulating around in there. silence, uh, you know, really is golden. And some people have a hard time um, sitting in silence.
2: Well, the the whole thing, uh, Herman Melville said that God's one and only voice is silence. I've often said, I wrote a book about this called uh, Getting in the Gap, uh, teaching people how to meditate and giving them, you know, actually a CD with my voice guiding them through it through an ancient uh, practice called Japa. But the, the problem with, with most people is that, the, you know, Pascal said that all of man's troubles stem from his inability to sit quietly in a room alone. If you want to make conscious contact with your source, if you want to know what it feels like to be God-realized, the only place you can ever do that is in, in silence, in the void, because that's where all creation comes from. It comes out of the void. So just just the idea of practicing it, and one of the ways you can practice is you can turn the radio down. Uh, you can uh, you know turn the television set off. You can stop uh, the constant chatter. You can give yourself an hour a day of just just to be in silence, um, and to just sit. in even if your if your mind is a monkey mind, which is a mind that goes from one vine to the other, one thought to the other, back and forth, back and forth. Eventually, if you can just slow down the amount of time between uh, between your thoughts, even the. Uh, <laughs> Even if you do it, um, you know, just a few seconds at a time, uh, getting into that void can bring you an enormous amount of peace. Not just peace, but it can help you to manifest the things you want for yourself in your life. All creation. Well, it, it was comes interesting. Um,
1: you know, I was working with that this weekend and just really realizing how much I am surrounded with noise and and how many things you know are kind of going through your head. And then I clicked onto the website today and I read that article it seemed it just seemed really uh, perfect <laughs> very well, very glad, synchronistic. I'm glad they
2: put it up I didn't even know they had done that of course I don't I don't have a computer these days or any days yeah <laughs> so I don't I don't do those things but I'm glad they're putting that up there I remember when I wrote that yes
1: yes and I, I tried again mm-hmm. this morning I drove to work in absolute silence on my commute without the radio usually I'm listening to NPR the news or something and mm-hmm. you know it's interesting the first uh, couple of minutes or so you're kind of uncomfortable. But then, uh, you know, the silence is just really so soothing and, and healing. I think it's really valuable for people to kind of tune into that and just realize how much noise that we are bombarded with on a daily basis. You,
2: you actually start to crave the silence after a while. It's like anything else. It's when you start, start getting used to it. Now, um, I never turn the radio on in my car, ever, or, or put in CDs. And, and, and I used to do it all the time. I was always listening to, to things. But now, in, in those moments that I have in my car, because I'm not in my car very much, uh, but... Uh, uh, even the fifteen or twenty minutes a day that I am in there, I, I treasure those moments of silence and look forward to them. Of course, uh, when my kids use my car, there's always, uh, there's, you know, as soon as I get into the car, I get some. You're blasted at <laughs> the radio. But it's easy to hit the off button. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so true. I just mm. wanted to point that out because I really thought that out. it was just a great article and just something that I was uh, kind of challenging myself with over the weekend. So I urge everybody mm. to give it a read and maybe work on some silence. Uh, bringing a little bit into your life yourself. It's really Mm. valuable. Really interesting people up here on the board. And uh, this one call, I'd like to see what you had to say to her on line six. Let's go to Anna, uh, calling from California on line six. And welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer today.
3: Hi, Dr. Dyer. How are you? Hi.
2: I'm great. How are you, Anna? Oh,
3: I'm doing great. It's truly an honor to talk to you. You have been very instrumental in transforming my life. And um especially, I want to thank you for Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. That's actually mm. the book that kind of, um, you know, turned everything around. And for Wisdom of the Ages, I truly go back to that book over and over um, with things in my life. So thank you very, very much.
2: You're very welcome. Uh,
3: my I, question I to you... Is, uh, I just wanted to hear your take on grieving for, uh, you know, loved one who's, um, departed. My father just passed away two months ago. And mm-hmm. how do you, um, you know, get unstuck from that, uh, from that grief to really, uh, find new meaning in your life and new, um, you know, a, a new, uh, Basically, everything changes how you view things, and, and how do you? Um, I just wanted to know what your take was on mm. that uh, whole grieving and um, and spirituality with with the deceased uh, loved one.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, the what is the grieving about?
3: Uh, what are you grieving?
2: What are you grieving for? For um, you know,
3: oh, uh, two things mainly. My grieving is um, will I ever reconnect with him? He was very special to me. Um, The answer
2: to that is yes. Yes. For sure. Yeah, well, yes, if you believe that it is.
3: I I do, Um, I do. mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, and then the other thing is just the not having them around and also, um, you know, seeing them and and just... uh, uh, mainly for, he had just retired and so he had so many, uh, things to accomplish. He worked very, very hard and so, um, I felt that he was kind of cheated out of some great years, uh, for him and my mother. So, um, it's mainly for him. I just felt that he, um, really, uh, could have used some traveling and, and a lot of the things that he worked very hard, you know, for us kids and, um, so I really the agree assu- for him. The
2: assumption, be- the assumption behind all of that is that he's in a worse place than he would have been <sighs> if he would have stayed. Really, I mean, that's what you're ta- saying I, with, yeah, with what you're yeah, explaining. So, well, that where he, he is now, yeah. is, uh, and because we don't know all about this business called death, mm-hmm. that um, we assume that uh, it's nothingness um, and that it's emptiness and that it's, um, you know, and... And, in fact, that's exactly where he came from yeah. um, and where you came from and for where everything in this universe came from. Yeah. Everything comes out of the void. Everything comes out of nothingness. There's nothing in the the world of spirit. There's no, nothing meaning no things. Yeah. Um, and so he came out of, you know, T.S. Eliot's wonderful line, We shall not cease from exploration, but at the end of all of our exploring will be to return to the place from which we originated, but to know it for the first time. Wow. Uh, and, and, and so it's like all, it's it's the destiny that your father has taken is the destiny of every everything that has ever come into the world of the 10,000 things, That's what Lao Tzu called this material world. Mm-hmm. It is everything's destiny. It is every plant's destiny. It is every animal's destiny. It is every one of our, it's all of our destiny. So we do you come think from, he can
3: still uh, see us and, and, and know what's going on with us and we can still connect with him spiritual-wise?
2: Uh, you know i i I kind of think that i mean i who am I to say that yeah. I would have the answer to the great mysteries, yeah. but um, I sense that i mean i in in my own meditation, I would ask you to get to learn about meditation. what Diane was talking about the article that's on there today right. would be would be very good for you to go because it is only in the silence it is only in the quiet when you get to that place where you push all of the thoughts out. And when you re- when you reconnect yourself to this source of being, now this source of being this source, this invisibleness, this invisibleness is in every single one of us it's in every it's in every single thing. there is a part of you that is that that has no that has no form, it has no beginnings, it has no ends, you can't get a hold of it. I can go inside of your brain right now if you just take your forefinger on your right hand and just point it up to the ceiling. And just hold it there for a second, okay? Just point it up okay. to the ceiling. And now I'm going to ask you to just wiggle your finger. Can you do that? Yeah. You're doing that right now. Yes, okay, so you're I wiggling am. your finger. Now I could go inside of your brain and and find the command center inside of the uh, the cortex of your brain and find the command center which allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'd like you to ask me if I could find with any kind of instrument the commander in the command center that allowed you to have the thought to wiggle your finger just then. That, what what was that? What was that invisibleness? That uh, that formlessness, right. that boundarylessness, that allows you to do that? That same thing, uh, that same invisible intelligence. Tonight, when you go to bed, measure your fingernails, just see how long they are, and then wake up in the morning or tomorrow morning, and and then uh, measure them again, and you'll yes. see that they're a little bit longer than they were the night before. What grew those fingernails? And what's beating your heart what's beating your heart right now and what's digesting the food that you ate this morning and what thought has allowed you to pick up the telephone and, and, uh, and turn on your computer and make this telephone call? all of these are these are the great mysteries yeah. you know we, we, we just we assume that uh, because it's just so natural for us to just uh, move our foot this way or to wiggle our finger that way that, but when you stop and think about the miraculousness of just just that, that's where your father is. Your father, he just isn't encumbered by the com- by the command center any longer. Yeah. He's just take, he's just taken off a, an old coat or an old shoe that's too t- too tight any longer. But the invisibleness that we c- we can't see it now. But, and we can't see it before death, and we can't see it after death, but we know it's the source of all being. We know right. that all being come, returns to its source, right. and, you, and you know that there's some kind of creative force in the universe. I mean, how could this universe have ever gotten here? Right. You, can, you ima- can you imagine a watch without a watchmaker? Can you no. imagine a watch without a watchmaker? Is it possible for you to get, create a watch without a watchmaker? No. How could we have how could we have a universe without a creator? No. Yeah. And and so we are all part of that creation process. So my logical mind says, of course, death is just a natural part of life and the the more self-actualized, the more the more you more spiritual be you become as a as as a woman, mm-hmm. the the less concerned you'll be with this whole issue of death because you know that I mean, how old are you
3: I'm 37
2: so how many bodies have you been in in these 37 years you one. i mean the the essence of you not one you were in a tiny little body that was only 12 pounds you know at one oh, time you were yeah. you were in a you were in a 12 year old body you were in a 21 year old body you were in a 27 year old body right. you're in you're, constantly your body changing. It's dying. The old is dying, and the new is being replaced. It's the nature of the universe. Who you are is continuously. Why do you think it stops? Just because we t- we take off this old coat or we take off this old shoe. Of course your father. And you can make wow. conscious contact with your father. I, I've never even seen my father. I, I grew up in an orphanage. My father walked out on on us when I was just a baby. And yet, you know what? He guides me all the time right now and uh, my my uncle Bill left uh, about seven years ago. Uh, Any time I want an answer to anything, my uncle Bill is always there for me. I can just I can see him, I can see his beard, I can see the way that he you know the yeah. way that he lived and and I ask him and it's and it's always there. I you know i I, I just have a knowing about uh. being able to you know that that, that, that uh, you know the concept of eternity, the co- concept of infinity. The concept, the concept of forever. Uh, these, these are things. I mean, we're in a universe that never ends. It has right. no beginning. It has no end. Death is right. just, a, it's just an illusion. There's, there's no place for your father to go. He's right there. He's right there, and he's no more far away from you now than if he were sitting there in the same room with you. And if you want him there in the same room with you, go within. Get quiet. Remove all of the boundaries, remove all of the obstacles and just communicate and and, and know and feel his presence. And he will guide you, and he'll even give you little clues that he's there. You'll see it. Ask, yeah. ask him to, to, ask him to be in a butterfly today. What, 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 uh, what time of the day is it where you are? You're uh, it's about, it's, a, it's, it's an about twelve o'clock. Yeah, go, go yeah. out today and just go for a walk and ask for a butterfly to come real close to you, and ask your father to do that, and watch and see if he doesn't do that. I, for some reason, that just came to me today. Yeah. A, your, your father, your father can be. I- endlessly invisible form in any any number of ways ask 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 him to uh, to to sh- show you uh to eliminate the doubt that you have and the grieving will all be gone the grieving will be gone and death will be something that you'll be celebrating and all of your questions and all your grieving is really just about your own ego and wanting wanting something to be the way it isn't And your father's death didn't happen uh, at the wrong time. and He wasn't cheated out of anything. The moment that you are born, your death is built into it, just like your height and your weight and the size of your uh, shoes and and your feet, rather, and the color of your hair. uh, Your birth is in there, and so is your death. At the moment of your conception, it's all in there. As As it says in the Tao, you're not doing anything. You're just being done let yourself be done he died exactly when he was supposed to and so will you and so will everyone listening there are no accidents in this universe
3: wow. thank that's you very response. very much
2: have you seen the shift
3: no i have not that's the one thing i've been wanting to see
2: well you're getting a free copy because we're going to send you one very to much you. and thank for your call
3: if you can ever come out to central california we'd love to have you out here
2: I spoke in Fresno a few years ago. Did you? If you would
3: come back, I would be sure to be there. (laughs) Well,
2: come to Maui. Maybe I'll be doing it again next year. I want to see you in Maui. All right, sweetheart. Okay, thank you very much, Dr. Dyer. you. You're very welcome. Mm -hmm.
1: Wow, that's a pretty incredible explanation for a a question (laughs) that is a pretty big one. (laughs) You know, how do you answer that? Uh, uh, I I just think
2: grieving is a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. I know that uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross talked about the grieving process and so on, but... uh, when you really understand it, when you really get to an understanding that we are not here as human beings having a spiritual experience, we are all spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. When you live from that perspective and that's how you function and that's how you walk in and out of your, uh, of every moment of your life and that's how you see the plants and the animals, we don't grieve because the flower uh, you know, comes in and then it leaves. Everything comes and everything leaves. All that materializes dematerializes.
1: And we've got time to jump overseas here. Let's head to Cape Town, South Africa. Thanks for holding. You're on with Doctor Wayne Dyer.
4: Thank you. I'm so excited, Doctor Dyer. I've listened to you so much and got all your books, tapes, movies, including The Shift. And my question is really one that I'm struggling with. How may I serve? Is I feel like I was born to serve and I feel that's what I do for my mother, my children, my husband. My work, my employees, everybody, everybody around me. And sometimes I feel like a doormat. And I'm really struggling because mm. I'm in recovery and no, no, no. Um mm. I've lived with an addict. And I just want to know, how do I balance being feeling used and feeling in service? Because I know feeling in service, doing service fulfills me. It's what I enjoy doing. I immediately mm. jump to the rescue. Mm. But sometimes I just feel, am I a doormat?
2: Well, um, you know I sometimes feel that way too. Uh, I, I feel that sometimes it gets it's taken adva- I get taken advantage of because it's just what it's my Dharma. but uh, I push those thoughts out because that's just my ego saying I need to be thanked you know I, I, I need people to appreciate me I need and that's just the ego at work always It's like I wouldn't succumb to that at all. Um, think of you know you think, our goal dear is to be like it's Doris, is it? Our, our goal is yeah. Our goal is to be to think like God thinks. You know, it's like okay. called God God realization. That's what we're here for. We came from we came from God. We left mm. God behind when we took on an ego. We edged mm. God out. Ego, and then we, mm. and our and this whole the whole. Purpose of trying to find meaning is to return to to, the, to our God realization. Mm. So just p- try to picture right now, if you will, just try to picture uh, God, whatever God means to you. You know, it's not 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 some white bearded man no, in the no. heavens. But but just think of whatever God is, whatever is that creative force that is allowing everything to come into uh, in, into the world of the ten thousand mm. things. Think of God and try to imagine God with hands. Okay, so now God has Hmm. hands, whatever, in your hands. Now, what does God do with his hands? What's the only thing that the creative source of this universe does with his hands? It's all... It's that's all it does. It's all it does is give. So how can you be a doormat? I mean, so if you're a doormat, imagine how God. Imagine how God must feel. I mean, God. God must feel like he's the biggest uh, fool and uh, you know victim in the world because people just keep uh, taking and taking and taking from him and and they don't say thank you and uh, you know it's like, I mean, I was having dinner last night with my daughter and she she. she, Ordered a piece of fish, and just as she was about to eat, I said, "Honey, did you stop and did you thank that fish? I mean, that fish that yeah. came into this world to mm. to do nothing but but provide you with this meal. That's what that fish's whole dharma was about. Did you thank mm. it for that? You know, and it's mm. like just kind of remind yourself that that being able to give and be in a state of gratitude and being a state of of, of offering. There's no doormat there. That's the greatest yeah. thing in the world. And the less you need other people to recognize you. The more <laughs> you are godlike, the it's, it's more you the need to be. F- yeah. What is it then?
4: It, 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 I don't know. It just um, maybe sometimes I just feel exhausted, or maybe. Um, then take a, then things. take a break. Yeah. Take a break. Give, right. give
2: yourself treat yourself. Give yourself well, because you're you're you are God. You are a piece of God as well. You must be like what you came from, and you're entitled to be happy. And if mm. you're doing it and and feeling resentful or feeling hurt or feeling angry or feeling like you're not getting enough rest then stop and say but my my purpose here is to be fulfilled to be happy yes. and i'm going to do that in the name of serving and get yeah. off of that uh, feeling sorry for yourself because yeah i, uh,
4: I, I like get irritated yeah. with myself when i feel
2: like that yeah because uh, the more the more of it you do i'm telling you it's like i, I every time i go for a walk on the on this island yes. And I've been to your, I've been to Cape Town. I love your, your. And oh, no, we your
4: want city. you to come back here, yeah, please. Yeah,
2: I will come back. I'd love to come back. Uh, but every time I walk, I, mm. uh, I pick, up, I pick up trash. You know, I, I mean, somebody Me throws too. a plastic bottle away, and I pick it up. Mm. And I think to myself, you know, it's like I don't think, I don't walk away from my walk and saying, what, who, why are all these people throwing mm. trash, and why don't they, why don't they think like I do, and why aren't they more considerate? Mm. I think if there's another piece, I don't think that I'm a doormat because I'm picking up other people's trash. I think of myself as doing something to beautify, uh, you know, my planet, yeah. you know.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I of in that a lot, instead of that, in,
2: Yeah. So you've seen uh, the shift. Well, we're going to send you another copy. I know they have it down there in South Africa. And I'm going to come yeah. back. I went to Robben Island from uh, Cape Town and saw where Nelson Mandela had been imprisoned. Uh, took the oh, boat over yeah. there and spent the day. It was... It was one of the most moving, and he had left an autographed copy of uh, of his of his biography. Um, uh,
4: it's the most beautiful city,
2: of Cape Town. Cape Town Come was uh, it, it was tropical, beautiful. I just loved it there. The people were wonderful. God bless yeah, you. Thank are... you for your wonderful call.
4: Thank
2: you. Bless you for okay. everything you do. Thank you, sweetheart. God bless you. Namaste. Thank you. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer
0: or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.